All right. <laughs> you were waiting for me to do it this time. All yeah. right. Uh, episode number 17. Wow. Damn. Damn. It's a lot. 17 hours, at least, of content. Yeah. Is uh, When this is published, we'll be Well and truly, later. at least, yeah. Mm. It's been probably more like 20. Nah, I think so. What do you reckon? I reckon about, yeah, 18, 19. 18 and a half would be my guess. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so this podcast, we um, posted an Instagram. Um, getting the fans, the fans to ask us questions. And um, yeah, it went well. We've got 11 questions in total. We've narrowed it down. We've collated the list of questions. Yeah, we had about 50 on, so sorry if your question didn't make the cut. <laughs> So yeah, it was quite a big demand of questions. So, there was no comments on the Instagram, but we it was all there was all, all anonymous. anonymous. So right, people right. didn't want to reveal their identity. All right, let's go from let's read. Okay, sorry, do you want me to yeah, start yeah, us off? Go go go. go okay, again, and go right. an inch, one of the more interesting questions, which I would say is less about the podcast and more about just thought processes. Mm. Who's more to so ha, have we all seen Oppenheimer? Gaz, you haven't, have you? I literally watched it with you, oh, you fucking idiot. Have we all seen it? <laughs> no, you I was going to say, you You've guys went it. to we see We went it. to see it together. Have you seen it? Okay, fuck. <laughs> Who's more to blame? We've talked about it. I'm an idiot. What so, is wrong with you? <laughs> Who's more to blame? So you, this might be a bit of a tough question for you, but who's more to blame? Oppenheimer or Truman was one of the questions. I don't... I think the whole point is that... Um, Oppenheimer's troubled by like what he's like what he's done to to create the atomic bomb and its implications in the world and and um, how it was used. But but so I think that like whereas Truman, at least in the movie, like if you were t- taking it, you know, from the movie, I'd say Truman dropped the bomb, not Oppenheimer. And I'd say he was more to blame for the destruction of it. But obviously Oppenheimer created the bomb, so of course he's also to blame. But I'd say it's more on Truman than it is on him. What do you reckon, Gaz? Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I think it's... It's a hard... um, It's pretty conflicting, like, position for young Robert Oppenheimer to be in. Because, like, what do you do? Do you just pretend that you don't know what you're doing and not discover the how to make an atomic bomb and let someone beat you to it and then maybe they blow you up? Yeah. Like, if it was going to happen, it was going to happen eventually. It was probably, well, at least a good thing for Western society and us living in America that it was him that, you know, that did it first, I guess, but... Yeah, I'd say more Truman because like once it's made, it doesn't need to be dropped. It's just the, the threat of having it exactly that is that matters. Not not the threat of actually showing what it can do. Yeah, I mean you sh- you can show what it can do, but you don't have to do it on people. Do it on people, especially yeah. Um, so I think that yeah, definitely the threat of having it would have been enough. Mm. So yeah, the fact that the war was essentially won. Um, by the time the bomb was created, is definitely 
Was he going to be troubled about it always? Like, I don't know. Who? Oppenheimer? Yeah. Um, like, if, like if, if they had used it on the Germans instead of the Japanese? Wouldn't no, this... no, it doesn't matter who they're using it on. I think the whole point of it is like, when he's... This is kind of spoilers if you, have, <laughs> if you haven't seen Oppenheimer. Um, but, like, when he's given that, giving that speech to everyone in Los Alamos... And, like, you see the people's face. Like, he's, like, watching the crowd and their faces are melting off and he's stepping on a corpse of ash. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who you drop it on. Everyone... In, at the end of the day, we're all humans. People died, yeah. And, like, it doesn't matter if they're Nazis or they're Imperial Japanese. It doesn't matter. They were both, we're all they human. They were both enemies of the Americans, regardless. But, yeah, but... So, either way, they're all human. Yeah, I think the, the overall message is that we're all the same and we just... The, this horrible stuff that we can do to each other... Isn't, isn't really justified. But, yeah. I mean, you know, they justified it at the time, so... But, yeah. Anything, <coughs> any thoughts, Saul? No, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> Do, you know, <laughs> Do you know anything about the history of it? Yeah, there was a bomb that blew up a Japanese city. Two Japanese cities, mm. wasn't it? Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. Mm. I would say, I personally believe... I'm, I'm interested... I'm, I thought... Because I was thinking about this when I saw the question... Um, like, I thought Oppenheimer was quite evidently, like, the one to blame. In terms of why? In terms of the fact that he, like, I think the fact that just because he was morally, um, like, at, like, after it, after the fact, he was very, like... Morally conflicted. Yeah, morally conflicted about his actions because he's just helped his country... And then, but then destroyed another, essentially. But he was the one who, like, made the team, like, pushed everyone, like, was there day in a day. Like, the, like, the, um, again, kind of spoilers if you haven't seen the movie, but, like, um, like, the montage in which he's, like, constructing the team. There's a lot of, like, convincing and pushing and, like, motivating. Even himself, like, he's, like, asking to, like, like bringing incentives for himself to still stay motivated and stuff um and then i feel like just because at the end of it he's like morally conflicted and um has that now all of a sudden feels kind of the weight of the thing he's done doesn't make what he's done or like the his actions any less to blame yeah i i don't don't disagree but that's kind of what i said was he couldn't really half ass it and just like if once he'd started he could if he got beaten. But I think he could be. What could happen? There's a there's a lot there's a lot of steps like as in yes once he was like, um like doing it once he constructed the team but there were like five ten steps before that where he didn't have to contribute as much as he did or like lead the team as he did. But are you um, saying like that if they wanted to win the yeah, arms race? Um, yeah. Then he had to. He had to. Like, are you saying that he should have on purposely, on purpose, not put effort into trying to complete the bomb? I'm saying, I'm saying, no, I'm saying he can still, like, on purpose do the bomb, obviously he did. Um, I guess more my point is <laughs> He's that... He's not allowed to. Is it just... I'll give him the... It I'll feels him like, the... it feels like the take on it is, oh, he feels bad, so let's not make him feel bad. Make him feel worse. Like, that's I kind think, of... I think, but it, it, it's just a, like... 
to be in the time period and to be in his shoes, you see how... I mean, he's not a great guy, and you see that in the movie. They don't try and make him out to be, like, a hero. Because no. yeah. they they show all of his flaws and his, you know... Yeah. Um, but if you were to be in his shoes, what he has to decide to do is just really hard. Because on one side, like Gaz said, you've got the Nazis mm. making U-2 rockets yeah. on their way to making a nuclear weapon. And that's scary as, because if, if you have Nazis with a nuclear bomb, what that that's, you know, could be the end of the world. Mm. But on the other hand, okay, we have to make a nuclear bomb. What destruction will this cause if we are yeah. successful? Yeah. It's like, it's an impossible decision, but in the time you're doing, you're doing what's right for your country and what's right for your troops. Yeah. And you're trying to save lives by creating a weapon that is fear itself. And the, the thought of even using it will stop people from, you know, wanting to fight. Yes. So, so sorry, to clarify your guys, because it sounds like you guys are on the same wavelength about this. I think so. Um, is that he, his Atkins did cause it, but, like, he isn't to blame because, like, he was in an impossible situation. I think the oh. situation is something you should... Yeah, it would need to be considered. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that if... Um, if the, like, American... American government went to um, their team of like physicists and stuff and said I want you to create an atomic bomb for us because it's going to boost our defence like you know it's going to make our defence seem a lot better Mm. but there was no actual reason to start making it because like there's no war going on or like there was no no one else was trying to do the same thing yeah then I would say that it's probably a stupid thing and that he would probably be to blame mm. for it. Like, as as someone who was clearly at the top of his field, he could have just been like, this is unrealistic, I don't think we can do it, and then just not do it. Mm. Mm. But given the position he was in, if he didn't do it, there was he knew the German physicists, well, apparently in the movie, he knew what the German physicists would have been capable of. And so, like, it, if, like... Like what? Like I just don't think there's any other way you can go about it. Like, yeah. In my opinion, like if if I was in the sa- in his situation, I would have done the exact same thing. Mm. Like, like I said, if there's no one coming against you, and you just got approached by the government saying make this because it'll boost our defence stocks, I'd be like, no, nah, that's unrealistic. Can't do it. Yeah. Because you literally you have to beat someone else before they can do it and cause destruction on you. Yeah. There's really no no option in yeah. my opinion. It'd be an int- it's an interesting thought because dropping it didn't need to happen. Yeah, um, my then I guess a follow up question, kind of, um, I agree with that with everything both of you just said. Um, I'd I'd be interested to know if Oppenheimer was, um, scientifically like, um, like inept, like was not as impressive scientifically as he clearly was. Would that make him, hence, more, like, morally ambiguous? Like, would he be then more morally sound if he was actually worse at his job? Well, if he was able to make the bomb, that would be a miracle then. Morally ambiguous. I think I understand what you're saying, Sam. If he was not necessarily the lead scientist at Los Alamos, but he was working there. Not even that. If he was still the lead, but was just worse at, like, liking... In terms of... He didn't complete the bomb. On the <coughs> yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't intelligent enough. Due to his lack, like, his lack of intelligence to that level, he would that then... Get it done. Yeah. Would that then make him... A nobody. We wouldn't know who he was. 
Yeah. I agree, but my point is, if he didn't, that that bomb. isn't that interesting though, is it? The because he was are still the exact same, in my opinion. That's interesting though, but we wouldn't know who he was if the fact that he was so intelligent is why his moral weight was so heavy. Mm. It's interesting to me to think about if his like IQ was lower, then his moral standings would be able to be higher because he never completed the bomb. So then he doesn't have that weight of killing. All those people. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It may have been that they completed it later. Yeah. And with a difference. With it's a like, different team. You know, you think about like, I don't know, like thankless jobs, you know, like when that person steps up to like lead a team or something or do something. Like captaining like a, like a football team or something. Like unrewarded running in football. So, well, just something like you captain a football team, but then they do badly. Whereas like, if you're just a worse player on a better team, you get absolutely, you get no... You get no kind of um, flack. But if you're a cap, like if you're playing, you're doing really good stuff for like a bad team, then you get <coughs> like Yeah. It's like, it's, I feel like it's a similar, it's a very, it's a very, I um, mean, it'd be different for sure. Surface level. I think that, yeah, the reason like, yeah, like we wouldn't, we wouldn't know about him if he didn't complete the bomb, but we would know about the person that did and it would probably be one of his students or one of his protégés. So you think so, if he didn't do it, someone else would have created oh, 100%, the 100%, yeah. So you yeah. think no matter what was happening, no matter Undoubtedly, who, it would have been eventually built. So your point is that no matter how intelligent whoever the leader of the team was, that someone would have I mean, managed to create you look, it. Maybe. Look, if if, you know, this is just... Like, just what ifs at this point. But if he didn't complete the bomb before 1945, if he didn't at all, like, they were still working on the basics around yeah. that time, yeah. then I think the war would be almost at an end anyway. And, you know, at that point, like, you know, the Americans were dealing with very heavy resistance from the Japanese forces in, like, Okinawa and, and all their, like, islands leading to the mainland. And if they, they would have had to deal with that you know, traditionally with, you know, invasion of each island mm. and what they wanted to avoid by in doing that was to drop the bomb so they didn't have to, like, lose more soldiers. That's yeah. the reason behind why Truman decided to do it. Mm. Um, so if they had done that conventionally and they had taken over the Japanese mainland conventionally with, you know, their allied forces, then, you know, maybe there wouldn't have been such a drive to build a bomb and the only drive would have been really against the Soviet Union, but they would have been in a similar point. So there could have been a, a future where a nuclear bomb wasn't made <coughs> if it was delayed past the end of the, of the Second World War. But that's just hard to, hard yeah. to know and hard to see. Like, it's a very, it's a big what if, because they, it could have been developed after the, after the Second World War anyway, and then it would have created the Cold War. Mm. Exactly the same as it did. Yeah, fair enough. I guess if you go down reality. the path of asking what ifs, like it just creates more and more diverse conversation. Mm. It doesn't really get anywhere, does yeah. it? But so. it's interesting. And like just before we finish this question, because we've probably gone on for a while, like the the question about whether Truman was you know correct, and like a lot of people justify the dropping of the bomb on trying to save lives of American soldiers and Japanese soldiers because they would just give their lives to to fight for their land and they wouldn't surrender, you know, bar anything. And so, you know, people at the time justified dropping the bomb as a way way to save American or allied forces lives and Japanese lives. 
because the you know the accumulative loss of lives would be less if they dropped the bomb and then there's another perspective that this you know like if you get into cold war like history there's all of these authors and historians that will argue like gar alperovitz Al for example that will argue that that truman dropped the bomb to show russia of its capabilities because they were they were starting to fear the soviet union at that point so that you like there's very interesting political play as to why they dropped the bomb in the first place not only was it to deter the japanese from continuing the war but it was also for a greater geopolitical scene yeah which is just kind of even more complicated to think of yeah. but yeah anyway that yeah. goes on too far but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> goes down like That's a rabbit hole that you kind of never end mm. did you want to ask a new question just pick any of them out um i'm not really sure my own answer to this, but worst advice you've ever gotten. I feel like you've got one, Sam, um, that we've heard before. But worst advice you've ever gotten. Not a bad question. Um, anything come to the top of your head? So do you? Do you have yeah, anything? <laughs> Only one person on your team should do the cab. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to explain yeah. that for the people? Context. Um, had a group project last year. Yep. Um, where there was a CAD element to it and the demonstrators came over to our group and said, oh, each, each group will work best if like one person specialises in each job. Yep. I did the electrical component as opposed to the CAD and I wound up not really learning it even though there was a CAD exam worth 30%, which I ended up going really bad in. Yeah, oh, me and Saul both failed that As a consequence that of that bit of advice. Yeah. Me Had there been an electrical exam, probably would have beat 9% of the cohort, but there wasn't. Yeah. So I really butchered that one. <coughs> we were in the same in the same boat, so mm. I did the electronics as well and ended up failing the CAD exam as well, which was worth more than the, the entire project that we yeah. were working on. Oh, but, that's depressing. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. That's one example of bad advice. Yeah, I do have myself to blame, but I did do a lot of electronic stuff and neglected a lot of CAD as straight from that a bit of advice. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I've talked about it slightly, so I don't want to go into it in too deep, like in too much depth. But um, just like to fly under the radar, yeah, was yeah. like a piece of advice I got. Yeah, I remember and talking I, about that. And I was just like, no, like that's just such a non-me thing to do. Mm. Mm. That, and I was just like, yeah. So that was probably worst piece of advice from that uncle that's probably listening. He's not. Oh, he's not <laughs> I don't think he's. Get a monk, Gaz. Um, you are you not you done eh? Oh well, I've just talked about it before, so go yeah. watch that episode. Pieces of I think it was called what? Canteen and advice. Yeah, or that something. Was, yeah, canteen, oh, yeah. Episode number like thirteen. What's it? Fifteen. Fourteen. It was 14, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. 14. The, the viewers can go back if they want to hear more about that little story. That little yeah, episode fourteen. Listen to it. Um, for me, yeah, to be honest, I don't really know. I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. An interesting piece of advice that I've just kind of thought about in, in my life is, is, um, cause this is actually also another one of the questions. Um, spoiler alert but I was always told growing up um, to read books mm. right and 
I did like back in the day when I had to, and then I kind of just haven't really been much of a reader since. Even though I don't, I do enjoy reading when I do, but I've never, I don't think I've finished a book for like five years. <laughs> and I think it, <clears throat> an interesting piece of advice that I would say hasn't really been valid in the sort of last few years of my life would be um, like the more you read, the better you kind of get at, at English. And like the better you become with that sort of stuff. Mm. And I'm just like, well, you know, I don't think it's really affected me. Like not being able to read, not, not, not that I'm not being able to not read, able to not, read. Not, not reading hasn't really affected me that much. I don't think. Right. You know? Do you reckon? Yeah. But you, I mean, you'd still obviously read a bit, um, but just not books. Yeah, I guess so. I, I agree with that. reading though. books specifically, like I just, I think maybe I could be a more capable person had I consistently read books since that time. Do you reckon your vocabulary would have expanded if you had continued reading books? Maybe slightly. Because um, I feel like that's the improvement you'd get from reading a lot. See, you say that. I see. I was about. He to, reads a lot. Yeah. I read a lot, and could I, you not? Could you honestly? It was a dead shit, dead set shot at Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Did no one else say that? I kind of. Oh, I didn't. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think he intended it to be a shot at me. But I think because of my, I really struggled to articulate myself, and I don't think it's because I lack the vocabulary. I think it's I lack the brain thought to be able to have smooth sentences sometimes. But um. Like, I, yeah, I would say I undoubtedly read more than Gaz. And, mm. like, you measure up our ability to articulate ourselves. I'm not winning that battle most of the time. Mm. Yeah, I guess it is, yeah, it's interesting how that plays around. <coughs> but I think, yeah, I'd that's, say that's less about vocabulary and more mm. about kind of the way your brain is wired. Yeah. It's pretty shit, like, <laughs> advice. Like, as in, it's not really... Anything special, I just genuinely can't think of anything else. I, <laughs> I just remember getting told to read yeah, all the time yeah. growing up. Mm. Reading would so help, well. whether it's for your vocabulary or for um, articulation or what for whatever See, reason. See, here's the advice that's coming at me again. But I'm saying, it does, like, even if, it do, even if you feel like your ability to articulate and your vocabulary is wide enough, mm. like, there is, a, there is absolutely no... Like I'm in doing con, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there's reading. only. Well, what if I start reading hate speeches and turn into the biggest racist, bigot, sexist there is? Well, what if then, I was to blame books on that one? What would your thoughts uh, be? Blame books for you can consume whatever media you want. What if I was to read books that were like the most racist, sexist books you've ever read, and I, for some reason, start to view them like the Bible and turn into the worst person that existed? Would you blame reading for that one? No, I blame you. Because uh, the way you, you can consume what... Because you... Andrew yeah, Tate is everywhere. Andrew Tate, Jack... No, Tyler, well... Think about this. make you like Andrew Tate because you see him all the time? The thing about the bomb thing again, like... You said, like, Oppenheimer may not be to blame for, like, people dropping the bomb. Mm. If the book's there and written, and I read it, is the book to blame for existing? No, yeah, that's but an interesting thought. Though. It's it's you. I agree, but um, so there is harm. So your point's flawed. My there's no harm. No, no. no I'm saying the can... book's not to blame. It's what you choose to do with it. It's yeah. the same with the bomb. Like the bomb exists. Yeah. It's not inherently evil. Yeah. It's what you choose to do with it. Yeah. Like 
the bomb could be used for nuclear energy. The same technology you use for the, in the bomb, yeah. you could use to create clean energy. And that's, I'd say, that's generally good, that outcome. Yeah. But it could also be used to destroy yeah. a city. And that's obviously yeah. evil. So it's what you choose to do with that yeah. object that's really, mm. you know, you're to blame with what decision you make. I think also, like, I will, in, like, I enjoy watching amateur comedians as much as I enjoy watching really famous and, like, popular comedians. Not because, like, the amateur comedians are as good, because they're not... Sometimes they are as good, but a lot of the time they're, like, up and coming and they're still learning their craft. But that's really good to kind of... No, and I feel like if I what if it's not because um, if I watch too many amateur comedians, it's not like I'm gonna backpedal in my kind of knowledge about like what how I want my stand up routines and stuff to go, but it's like the same way that reading a book about sexism won't make you a sexist. It's like you can still like consume media and then not um take it on board. Take it take it on board and still like make your own thoughts about it. Um. And I'd say, because I think it's still beneficial because then, for example, if you read like a sexist book or consume a sexist piece of media or like racist or bigoted or etc., like you can at least then take note of that and be like, wow, like, like as in, like the other, like I'm, like a month ago I wrote an essay about how like 19th century theatre was um, quite racist because of like blackface, things like that, etc. Um and Did you write the essay? Or? I wrote yes. Anyways, that's um, hilarious. <laughs> um, and like, just because I was right, ri- ri- like writing and My consuming AI. media that was like essentially racist, that didn't be all of a sudden be like you know, yeah. started changing the way I think. So, but I can understand. I'd say if you are consuming that type of media, and then one day you just wake up and you're like, okay, let's. <laughs> Be a bigot. Like, I think maybe you were flawed. You were the person who is doing that is flawed to begin with. And they're just waiting for the right propaganda to be inserted into their brain to then, you mm. know. I mean, if you hear it or see it all the time, it can definitely affect you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can start to believe that that might be the right thing because that's the only thing you've, you know. I don't know. I'd say that's the only media you consume for... 10 weeks yeah brainwashed into it yeah I guess yeah. without really meaning to yeah I'm not trying I'm not really trying to defend Saul's point no, I'm not but like, my point wasn't coming directly from reading no like, no you, I know you never that. had these points like thought to begin with no yeah. no I, I know that but I'm just saying like if you were surrounded by, like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to argue with your point is probably more what I mean I'm, I'm not trying to argue with you I'm just saying yeah it's yeah. like the, the nature versus nurture like if you're nurtured into a world of hatred for a certain yeah. you know people yeah, then true. you're probably going to grow up with yeah. that hatred and you're just going to believe it yeah and you know it's you know that's that happens to a lot of people exactly and Facts. i think i think though that's why again we look back to the initial point is that um uh like that this is why books are so useful because let's say hypothetically that was someone like the more media and books they consume the more knowledge they're going to get from their own thoughts mm. and then can then hopefully one day realise that this hate, like, doesn't have to be the case, you know? Yeah. Like, people can make their own decisions and they don't have to hate a group or a race of people based on the um fact that, like, they were taught to mm. growing mm. up. Yeah. Well, that's quite an in-depth... It is um, very in-depth. First two questions. Um, what question did you just read out? What worst advice have you ever gotten? Wow. 
Um, ah, uh, okay. Well, then I guess we can, um, um, yeah. How many, well, we can make some of them shorter. Um, I just uh, lighten the mood from that deep combo. <laughs> How many books can Gaz read was one of the questions. <laughs> yeah. One of the one of the questions was how many books can Gaz read? Um, That's a difficult question to answer. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I'd be pretty capable of reading quite a number of books. <laughs> um, it's just yeah, that, I'd back him in. It's, <laughs> it's just that I haven't really, you know, chosen to. So what? So read so many what's books. the answer? At least five. At least five. Yeah, for sure. We're going. We're going to say at least. I think as long as it's written in in English, I'd probably be able to read it. True. Maybe some Japanese. A great clarification from year seven. I might be able to, you know, read a few letters of Japanese. A few flashcards. Yep, that's right. <laughs> just the letters, though, no words. Just the letters. Yeah. I'd just be able to tell you what the letter is. I wouldn't be able to read it. But anyway, no. Nah, yeah, I could read a lot of books. <laughs> you could yeah. if you wanted to for sure um, yeah. and to keep it on a light note um, can um, someone came and asked can they borrow Gaz for the night <laughs> yes someone, <laughs> someone did did say can they Was borrow me for the night oh, and what the a answer? great question uh, given the person that it is wasn't, wasn't, it, an, I wasn't was, it anonymous I mean it was anonymous I'm not going to say who it was yeah but I'm just saying, if but you are, if you're you listening, know who it was. I wasn't expecting it from you, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and yes, I would love, I'd love you to borrow me for the night. <laughs> yeah, but if you heard him I'm really interested. Just to get know sl- that slide into my DMs, please. Oh. Don't, don't just anonymously message the podcast. Crack. Stop being a fan. Have a real crack. <laughs> You heard it here first. If you want to have a real crack, Gaz's DMs are open. Yep. Um, who would win in a fight? Me or Gaz? Gaz, Gaz versus Gaz. Samos. Uh, I think it's a bit, there's a bit more of a debate about it. Um, Is there? How much can we lengthen the answer to this question? Um, no, yeah, definitely. Whoever. I think whoever. I know the person who wrote this in and it was definitely... I don't know, just to either it's, I don't can't tell them it's to make really fun of you or why, me. Yeah, I don't really know why. Because I think they knew the answer. Yeah. I think they've personally sh- seen the answer yeah. a couple of times. They just yeah, wanted it talked about. Um well yeah, they will I guess to clarify for the audience, Gaz could pummel me in a fight, <laughs> undoubtedly. He's he could beat me with probably his left arm tied behind his back, guaranteed. Um and just the context of what we're talking about is there have been a couple of times which the audience could we could probably tell that I piss Gaz off mm. to the point where he tries to fight me. It doesn't happen very often, it must be noted. Like, yeah, it's like once a year. You, you definitely piss me off <laughs> twice a, lot a year more sometimes. than the amount of times that I lose my cool. Yeah, sorry, it's not it's not like it's <laughs> like it's not like I annoy you and then you go straight to violence. Yeah, it's like no, I deserve the violence. It's like oh, I've done some absolute menace behaviour that only is warranted with Mm. A beating. I used to. I used to <laughs> Sorry, I'll cut that out. <laughs> no, you don't have to. No, I used to find. Um, I used to find myself. I would have thought, like when I was younger, growing up, that I had quite a short temper. Oh. Sure. And um, I would get like, re- like really angry really easily, mm. and um, it would result in violence because I would just be frustrated and have all this energy that I needed to let out. 
So often my little brother would receive the energy being let out. And sometimes it would be my older brother, but that normally ended in tears for me. Um, I think that's classic, like, older, younger brother. Like, yeah. Like, I don't feel... It feels like you feel, feel bad about it, whereas I'm like... As, as, a, as a younger brother, it's like... No, I think, I think that my temper has gotten better is more what I'm no, saying. Like, okay. my fuse is less short. Um, <laughs> maybe yeah. I should start reading books, eh? Growing out of um, Yeah, so I think that my temper has gotten better. I still think it's probably a little bit short, but I am able to, um, to sort of fix my, fix myself before I, you know what I mean? I'm able to figure it out in my head before I make any, um, rash decisions. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So the, on the, a few occasions where you have gotten me to that point, um, but I, I would never, I would never do like a, um, like a play fight type of scenario or actually get mad at one of my friends and fully have yeah. a crack at them. Yeah. Um, regardless of how yeah. angry I am. Well, actually, yeah. I haven't, I have never had to get that angry. Yeah. If I did have to, yeah. I don't know what that would be like, no. but there was definitely scenarios in which I could get that angry. Yeah. Um, but they just haven't happened to me yet because I yeah. choose good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess in that regard too, in like terms of just like, you know, like, I'm just a menace and so just constantly all the time I'll talk about how I can beat Gaz up and then he'll just like push me out of the way so rectify is the word I was looking for actually rectify that's a great rectify word. my own behaviour yeah, read, read that in a book or yeah I did nice rectify my behaviour so I don't yeah. do anything rash mm. um, but yes sometimes you're a bit of a menace and yeah no every time that you have tried to like actually no I would you've never really tried to fight me no because then I'd end up in the ICU but like in the regard to like every time you've needed to establish your dominance, I've completely been in the wrong. In the regard that, and to clarify, it's not like I've done it's something not like significantly yeah, wrong. It's, I, just, I, it's making it sound like I've I've done something like you know, like heinous. Yeah, but I've just done some you know menace type of shit, and yeah. then you've just walked in like fuck sometimes this guy. the menace stuff gets a bit too much. Um, but. Yeah, Gaz would win undoubtedly just if anyone was confused. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd still win though. Um, so yeah. I think Lewis and Saul's haste of answer probably. It hurt my feelings a little bit. You could have at least acted like you'd think about it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next one? Definitely made me feel good. Um, do you want to ask the next one? You could pick them. Yeah. Pick it. It's. Yeah. Um, yeah, these are definitely fan questions, the next ones. Um, Saul are they holding you captive (laughs) is one of the questions sent in by a fan Um, a little (laughs) it's it's no secret I was roped into this yeah undoubtedly and that there right there lies my answer I'm still here by my own choice but yeah yeah this wasn't my idea and I'll Stand firm on that. You would have chosen not to wake up at 8am for this, but... I was up anyway, but... Oh, fair enough. (laughs) But the point being that this initially wasn't my idea and I was a little bit roped into it. Fair enough. Mm. Are you you glad you were roped into it at least? Yeah, kind of. Oh, that's cute. That's nice. Kind of. (laughs) Just a rare wholesome moment for the the audience there. Thanks, Saul. Um, On that point, then I guess Saul talked about it a little bit. So whose idea was the podcast? That's yes. another question. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, it was gay. <laughs> so it's like no hesitation. It the was. Trying to get it was, was. It was gay. I agree. I just the efficiency you're trying to get through these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. He wants to punch him out. He wants to get this fucking um, podcast over with. Yeah, it was my idea to do the podcast. Um, I just thought that the four of us, as it says in our Instagram bio, are very different and. You know, I feel like if the four of us were very similar, it would be a boring podcast because we'd all just be talking about the same shit all the time and it'd just be like, we'd all have like the same points of view, mm. like similar um, approaches to like similar, you know, like imagine if everyone sounded like me, like how shit would that be? Like the fact that all four of us, you can distinctly like know our voices and we've all, you know, like our personalities are probably... Um, been developed reasonably well by episode 17 I would I would say they all you know the audience kind of know what we're like all five people that probably listen to us and <laughs> you're all right in the corner there mate yeah just keep going <laughs> and yeah I just thought I thought I guess you know when I when I first had the idea to start this podcast that was kind of what I envisioned was yeah yeah was how the four of us are and um, the fact that we've obviously only only only, only. We've obviously only had one special guest so far, but I feel like the four of us all have some interesting people that we could bring also on. bring on to contribute to, yeah. you know, interesting conversations. Um, yeah, I would say that Hayden is probably, you know, reasonably similar to at least two or three of us. Um, but... There's definitely other people that we that we'll bring on in the future that are that are different, um, and one of them has already been a failed experiment, which was great. Um, but yeah, that that was just kind of I don't know. It's kind of it's basically the way that it is is how I envisioned it. Yeah. And I think you know it's not setting any world records, but I'm I think it's you know going all right. We're getting yeah. pumping them out. Pumping them out. Yeah. Getting a it's bit of a portfolio also, for ourselves. True, true. Mm. It is also just fun to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think one of the most interesting things as well is um like I've heard that other shared houses they um have like things that they do together. Like like they'll have like a movie night once a week or they'll like all try to like go out for dinner mm. or like almost every shared house that I've talked to, they almost all of them have a like, thing. A thing. And uh, for a while, I was like, damn, we don't, like, have a thing. Because we all kind of live very different lives. But, like, this is kind of, like, the fact that we all get to sit down for an hour and just, like, have a very, like, a very... Because, obviously, we're all kind of, locked, like, zoned in as well on the conversation. Like, mm. we don't touch our phones. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I don't know. It's quite um rare to um have that. And I think it's just a nice thing to be able to... um do once yeah. a week we try to do it once a week sometimes we lose track of it all mm. but i think it's yeah just a like nice thing and not that it really matters where it goes just you know yeah yeah i agree i'd also say the enthusiasm that you two both like gaz and lewis you both had initially is what kind of caused my enthusiasm mm. like i i've always wanted to do a podcast because i think everything i say is gold but now, a lot of people don't think the same, so I was like, well... That's true. But the fact that you guys were both pretty enthusiastic and then Saul was all... Saul said yes. Saul was, was, was willing to sit down at was the there. table. Um, yeah, it definitely helped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad we've done it. Now we're like, yeah, 17 episodes in. It's kind of crazy. Yep. 
eighteen and a half hours of content in the in the in the ether. ether. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to ask the next question, mate? Yeah, sure. Let me just uh, get them up. Also, um, just at the end of that, a lot of people thought this podcast was my idea because of what I just said about everything I say. I think is the ants fans. Mm. Now that it can be clear that it was not my idea. Yeah. So it's it actually idea. me. Yeah. Gaz is the one who thinks everything he says is the answer. Gaz Which is, is pretty valid, to be honest. I mean, a lot of the time I say things on this podcast and you guys just won't laugh and I just feel like, that was gold, but you hated it. You know what I mean? The audience is never wrong, though. Yeah, but, but the audience are the ones listening, not you three. <laughs> so yeah. do, you, do you hear the audience laughing now? No, but <laughs> it's more just a thing you say in stand-up comedy. It's like, oh, the joke doesn't work. Yo, it doesn't. You can't just be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> the audience is shit. Yeah. Funniest behind the scenes moment. Oh, I've got one. Yeah, straight off the bat, I think I've definitely got the one most obvious well, one. I don't know if I can reveal it. I'm gonna reveal it if it's the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, this isn't on the podcast. There's a few that are like on the podcast that we have to we don't we don't include in the actual released episodes, that's quite funny. But there's one when we were filming an ad uh, recently. We were filming um, the John Wick-inspired ad. And me and Sam were rehearsing this... This tiny would have been about like a one and a half second, second action action clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was of of Sam punching me, and then I punch him, and then t- like do a takedown, and then stab him with a pencil or something. That was the idea. Yeah. Anyway, was it a pencil? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. it was a knife. Uh no, it's John Wick, so it has to be a pencil. Oh, he doesn't kill people, does he? He does. No, he does with uh, a pencil. That's does he? Yeah. That's oh. why he's like he doesn't need a gun. Yeah, just needs. He doesn't need a knife either. Apparently, he just no. needs a pencil. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an orange one. If that helps. <laughs> what? Yes, the red one. So then you can't see the blood on it, mate. Yeah, Fair yeah. I'd assume it has grey lead in it. Yeah. Has it been sharpened? I hope so. Yeah. You don't want to be You're, killed with. Just a I thought that might be your next question. Pencil? No. Yeah. No. Anyway, um, that yeah. was a waste of time. It was. Um, <laughs> we're doing this takedown, and we're rehearsing it, and. Um, there's one, there's one clip, I still have it on my phone and I look at it occasionally because it's funny. And it'll be <laughs> Sam, like we were rehearsing just the start, like the first couple of movements without doing the takedown. So we, none of us had arranged for, to take each other down. Um, and so we, we do it, he throws a punch, I throw a second punch, and then Sam just like jumps to the floor. <laughs> I like throw myself on the floor for no reason. <laughs> oh my God. And we're just like, and I was just laughing for a Did long time. We are both laughing. Right? Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. We might release I it. I would not we be could, surprised if I walked into your room one day and you're just in your bed just watching that video, just randomly. I I'm like, so glad that's how that fucking sentence ended because I was like, <laughs> I would not be surprised if you were in your bed. Mate, I had no idea where that was going. Anyways, no, I'm just saying like he says he watches it occasionally. Yeah, I yeah. can just see, see him yeah. just sitting on the end of his bed, yeah. just with his phone, just watching the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that was good. That was funny. But yeah, yeah that was the one that came to mind initially. Facts. Yeah, I guess feel, filming all the ads is pretty hilarious because I just kind of. Yeah, when like, Gaz first put on the Batman outfit. That oh, was, that was fucked. Yeah. Couldn't fit the thing on the head. Facts. But, um, yeah, that was funny because I just told you to just kind of like do shit around the house. Yeah. And, and, then, <laughs> and then start cleaning. Yeah. Start doing some vacuuming. Yeah, okay. That's just what I heard when you said do shit around the house, you know? Um, yeah. But, um, and then I just like edit it and, um, yeah, it becomes, you know, somewhat 
actually not really that decent. It's just shit, but... Oh, uh, that's all right. It's, it's funny. Right. It's, it's funny. funny. That's the whole point. Yeah. <coughs> um, Catch a few views. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, I think they're just funny to do, like, me just watching, like, Gaz and just do your little fucking dance around the kitchen and that Batman yeah, shit is hilarious. Shit weird. Um, <laughs> but bring up the real one. That the real one is hard. One, <laughs> one time, one time during a podcast, I got a phone call and it was just, <laughs> like, comedically timed perfectly. Like, I could not, I scripted it. Like um to clarify, the, uh, this like this podcast was being recorded on my phone, mm. and just then like so the way that we do it, our setup is that there's like a phone sitting in the middle of the table. It feels weird to describe this while I'm looking at it, um, <laughs> and then um, so basically whenever I if I get a notification or anything during. Um, the podcast, everyone sees it because your phone lights up. Mm. And so then during the podcast, I got two or three notifications from one person, which then the house was like, sus about. And then just, like, yeah, five yeah. minutes this later. It was the person decided to ring you. It was the combination of you getting, like, having a phone call in the middle of a podcast yeah. and the person calling. The person yeah. calling was, it was very contextual, but it was fucking hilarious for the three of us. Mm. Yeah. And also pretty funny for you, because you, you just couldn't contain your laughter either. And so then it was probably, it ended up being about three or four minutes of just everyone, like, on the floor <laughs> yeah. dying. And I had to cut it out, because it was just so... I couldn't stop myself. Disrupted from <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah there's been another of- another funny one was um when Lewis got the text from his mum and that notification that I think we left that in I didn't we? we did leave that because in. it ended up leading into a conversation yeah about ringtones that yeah. was fucking hilarious yeah yeah but yeah but not as funny as the phone call one yeah. no no um, but that that was that definitely takes the cake for like funniest. I would say so, yeah. Behind Definitely got us all laughing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think initially as well, I don't know, like if you go back, probably don't go back to our early episodes because like they're really bad. In the first two or three. But oh, I yeah. just remember I found it really hard to just make eye contact with Saul. Like every like Saul would look at me every night <laughs> and I would lose it. Like, <laughs> to be fair, that did happen a fair bit where yeah. you two would just... The first, the first two or three, I would genuinely have to like... Leave, leave the, the table. Room. You would be in that corner over yeah. there. Yeah, I know. I felt really. I was. I was struggling in the first episode, especially when you were like <laughs> everyone was very new to it. Yeah, and we were trying to like we had like rough you know topics, and we were trying to get yeah. through the first podcast. And it was hard that dynamic when you would look at Saul and then you'd have yeah. to leave the room. <laughs> Saul definitely was wasn't doing you any favors. Yeah, either. Saul. He, de- he kept. He kept. He, he knows kept, it. But there, there's definitely sometimes Saul would be like. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Man was definitely not. He was not trying to mitigate it at all. No. Um, but to be fair, like I could have handled it way better. Like I yeah, literally would have. Um, but we pumped out the first couple. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. got through. Once we got our, it feels feet way more smooth than this. Yeah. If you if you would like to, yeah. Now we're experienced podcasters and we're you know we're good at what we do. Seventeen. If you would like to, um, you know, if you're a new listener and you've gotten this far, which probably haven't if this is your first episode but anyway um if you are a new listener and you haven't listened to any of the episodes yet i'd probably recommend just starting at four maybe yeah. listen to the first 10 minutes of one so you get a bit of an introduction on us and yeah, then yeah, just true. start at four because four, four is good yeah four and is four good. onwards i think i'm pretty happy with <laughs> our work two, two and three specifically 
they just weren't quite. I think the third to be one fair, was in the third one. I'm pretty sure me, Lewis, and Saul all had COVID. Or and I had just recovered. Definitely. And yeah. I think I just worked like a 12-hour shift. Yeah. So it was definitely a low point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to learn, you know, trials and tribulations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah I'd say, I wouldn't say from episode four it's good, but it's definitely better than it was. The first three. Mm. For, I think that's a great call. To first ten minutes of episode one, and then just start from, yeah. Four. Unless you get hooked on one, then keep going, but I just doubt you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah. Yep. But, yeah. Um... So what do you think is the, would you agree with the phone call being the funniest behind the scenes moment? Probably. <laughs> Every time Saul contributes. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be elaborated. I don't think you've covered it enough. Fair enough. Um, did you, did I ask that question or is it your turn? No, it's your turn, mate. Um, um, do, do you get sick of doing the podcast? I guess Saul, you can answer this question first. Yeah. Um... Sometimes inconvenient, like this morning, which is why I've been a bit off my game. But bit off your game. Can I clarify what that means. That I have. That doing it this morning is a little bit of an inconvenience to me, but it had to be done. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Usually you have a lot of yeah, some input, some some bad puns. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Um, but. But this one's just work for Saul. He's just got to punch it out. That's <laughs> punch it out this before class. This was the job for this man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was a fairly early wake up for all of us. You know that Kyrie Irving meme where it's like, this is a job for me. I don't enjoy basketball. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Fucking idiot. Facts. Yeah, yeah. I felt pretty... You're listening, Kyrie Irving. I don't like you. Continue. Um, I felt pretty under the weather when I was waking up this morning to do it because it is early, so... Oh, yeah, it's not thing. mad at me. Go Why on. the fuck are we all crying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't mean to be We love sad. our fans. I just go all no, 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 no. It's not a bad... It's not, like, I love it now. Like, it, like I'm having fun. And I... <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing Just brain. like, oh, no, but I'm enjoying myself, I promise. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, having, having a good time. time with my mates, with my friends. Um, no, but yeah, it was getting up early. That was... Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think any of us... I mean, uh, I'd probably speak for the three of us, at least. I don't... Really not sure about it at all, but I don't think any of us really get sick of it because we don't actually do it that often. Yeah. I think once a week. Like, if we did it three times a week, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. I'd probably be like, fuck, you know. It'd get to the sort of last half hour yeah. of... um A week. Of the, of the, like, third episode, and I'd be like, wow, why am I still talking? Like, I'm <laughs> sick of hearing my own voice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think we don't do it enough to really get sick of it, I, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, when, I'm not sure when we released our first episode, but so, uh, while 17 feels like a lot, it's been over a fairly large period of time. Six months, yeah. Yeah, um, so. It often, um, it feels like to me personally, because I'm normally living like a very different life to you three as well, that it feels like it's the first time that all four of us had a, have had a conversation sometimes. Like, you know, every now and again, we'll all be, like, in the kitchen having breakfast, rarely, or something like that, you know what I mean? But well, it's at the end of the day, if we have a conversation, I find. Yeah, well, my point is that, it, like, it's not, it doesn't happen a whole lot. No. Um, but, uh, like, that's, uh, that's why I don't really ever get sick of it, because I'm just like, oh, like, I haven't, I feel like I haven't talked to Gaz in, like, three or four days. Um, especially because I feel like, as well, we, like, um... Like the topics and like interesting things as well. <coughs> Last two questions. Two or one? There's two. Oh yeah, two. 
Um, yeah, okay, I'll ask this one and then you can ask the other one. Um, do you think it... Do you think it, the podcast, will actually blow up? Whoever asked that question, please get better at spelling and grammar. <laughs> Do you think it, the podcast, will actually blow up? Uh, I don't. Uh, I'm, mm, I don't think so. But I'm happy to c- continue doing it. I think that's what we've all kind of... Yeah. The, the consensus. <laughs> the consensus now is that like it doesn't really matter if it blows up or not. We are enjoying it. Yeah. Like the, I mean, I don't think the consensus was ever really... I, don't, I didn't really think it would ever blow up. I think there was a few days where I was like, oh, we're getting a spike in listeners and we were looking yeah. at the charts a lot and we were trying to, mm. you know... And, but yeah, no. I think initially I was a bit... I think me and you were on the same wavelength. Yeah, we definitely were. In the regard of we were looking at the analytics a lot. And but and now like, like damn all these fucking where do we get listeners from Israel or whatever yeah, yeah Israel we get some from like Pakistan it was like the early listeners were Israel though we had like one or two yeah our second most listened to country was Israel yeah and then early number on. one was Australia don't know why that is but yeah. America must have been number three yeah Chats in America need our American um, listeners to fucking rise yeah, up please yeah Australia's yep. really making we us look bad um they're yeah. a good country to be fair. Australia, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm quite yeah, large in um area. Facts. Um. Yeah. I would. Well, yeah. I don't think we ever thought it was gonna blow up, but it's just fun to do. Mm. <coughs> um. But yeah. I, I mean, there's a slight chance if we get to like a hundred episodes, someone might stumble across us who's matters to Drake. general media, yeah. and they're like, "Holy shit! This podcast has a hundred episodes, and if fifteen of them are half decent." Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what could happen? Yeah. But as, yeah. if we keep pumping them out, yeah, I'd like to do like a like a special. Like we don't. This is obviously like there's no, you know, there's no need for us there's, to do a and special. There's no backing. There's no backing at all. That's so what I'm trying get to get through to. Hype, but. but like we should do like a like a um like a episode twenty, just like two hour podcast when we all have free time. Oh, is that what you were going to say? Two hours. Oh. I thought or you were going to say a two special, or three hours. I thought you were going to say a special like. A live podcast no, 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 down at the local. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess he'd go down, yeah, well. Um, yeah, maybe. We all like dress up. <laughs> Why would we dress up? Just we could add be to naked the if we wanted to. Like, we no light one some would candles. Know. Um, be good. I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> yeah, I think about sometimes, like, what, like, since I'm trying, like, I'm trying to get famous in the public eye and become a comedian, etc. Like, in 10 years, I thought, what I wanted to do is, um, like a 10 year reunion, that's what I thought you were going to talk about, like, obviously we'll have to stop this sometime when we actually, we get lives. um, (laughs) We have lives. My point is that, like, we aren't going to be able to continually do this forever. No. But, like, I'd love if when we're all, like, 30 and, like, 40, just every year, just do, like, a... Just like a 10-year reunion podcast. I think that'd be super dope. That yeah. would be pretty dope. That Even a five-year cool. reunion would be enough, I think. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. a one-year reunion, to be fair. Maybe. Yeah, but... Depends where we all are, but... Facts. Um, I feel like 10 years is a fucking long time. That is a long yeah. time. Yeah, but that's why it'd be fucking dope, because then it'd be like... What if one of Oh, entropy's back. What if... <laughs> yeah, imagine the Instagram post. Imagine all of us at 50 years old feeling like, oh my God, entropy's back. Are <laughs> uh, you still telling me to shut the fuck up? Yeah. What if one of us dies though? That's like so sad. 
Why would you even say that? Why the fuck would you say that, man? Cut it out. It's not even. It's not even relevant. It's not even good. Wow. We're gonna ruin the vibes. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just. Don't even need to bring it up. So if I die, you three go home without me. Oh, that's that's like. Yeah, we will. The honourable. Yeah. The founder wants you to continue. I feel like I could definitely imagine that in ten years' time, Saul just doesn't reply. To the message It's like hey guys <laughs> Yeah maybe that's more realistic And then yeah. Saul's like No <laughs> Just like Okay Fair enough Um We won't know if he's dead or alive mm. Yeah But Yeah That's anyway Anyway so I mean I would say that We all You know at the, at the end of the day This is a podcast That's out on Multiple Um What's the word Platforms Platforms, Platforms. Thank you I need to read more books um, this is a podcast out on multiple platforms and at the end of the day, there is a slight chance that we become more popular than we are. Um, but I don't think that any of the four of us speaking for Saul as well, cause he just doesn't really se- seem like he wants to speak too much today. <laughs> um, that no, none of us really think that this is going to blow up, but mm. you know, there is a chance um, you got to be in it to win it. And if we get any sort of fame out of it, it'd be pretty fucking hilarious, I reckon. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something we all enjoy doing. So why not just keep doing it, I suppose? Yeah, exactly. Right. exactly. Um, I guess last question. Should I cap it off with the last question? Yeah, you... give us the last question. Uh, do any of you actually like me? <laughs> <laughs> I wish Saul was in a better mood for this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would have really appreciated Saul's answer, but he's kind of gone mute. I'll do it for him. Ready? You ask you, you pretend to be me, and I'll be Saul. Uh, so the last question, I can't even say your voice at all. Does anyone actually like Sam? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's pretty much how he would have done it. Yeah. Uh, no further elaboration needed. I feel like we've already touched on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh. No, the answer is yes. Oh. Yes. Speaking for you. <laughs> okay, what's your answer? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. It depends on the day, really. Okay. Yeah. Normally when we're doing podcasts, it's, I try my best to, you know, have a positive attitude towards Sam. <laughs> but, um, sometimes it's a struggle. Am I pissing you off that much? This podcast just feels like oh, I piss you off way more than I actually do. Yeah. Like, I feel like in the past... Yeah, yes, I think. I piss you off way more than yeah, I yeah, actually yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. In this podcast, it seems like I piss you off more than I do in the real world. Yes, mm. that's probably accurate. I'd say, but it's but in this podcast, it seems like oh, I piss you off more than I actually do in the real world. Also, yeah, yes, I think I collectively, I think how many times you piss me off is like ninety nine percent on this podcast. Yeah, that's right. But mm. I'm just thinking I'm gonna have to edit that later. So just shut the fuck so up. It's going to affect me more. Yeah. Um, Lewis, so you do like Sam? I said yes. Yes. Yeah. We're so we got a no be... from Saul. Yeah. Just completely blunt. <laughs> no elaboration needed. I think it's pretty self-explanatory for the audience. If someone says no, they don't like Sam, you can probably guess why. <laughs> we just have to justify our reasons for liking him. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, Sam's all right. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, he provides a different 
element to the podcast mm. that the three of us can't bring. Yeah, we're all different. In, um, like but said. so do all three of us. Saul definitely provides an element that none of the three of us can bring. Um, That's true. I feel like Lewis and I are maybe sometimes a little bit interchangeable, but, but you know, would that be unfair to say? No. But yeah, Sam and Saul are probably a bit more unique in their in their uh, what they bring. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I we guess do, we do yeah. like Sam. What do you think, Sam? Do you like Sam? No, uh, sometimes. Yeah, Sam's got a bit of a love hate relationship with himself. Facts. Um, I guess since we're just getting over the hour mark now, Sam's song. Yeah, true. Is um, Speed Drive by Charlie X X C X. Um, How many X's? X C X. So why two. did you say X X C X? Because I stuck. But thank you for bringing attention to I it. Just wanted them to know that it wasn't Charlie X X C X, and in fact, it is Charlie. I think they would have picked up on it. It's in the new Barbie movies. Shit slaps. Okay. All right. Um, did you, you did you have your own segment that you wanted to start doing? Uh, I was thinking about one actually earlier in the week, um, but I can't fucking remember what it was now. Mm. Um, oh, I've got a segment. The football segment, though. Jack Ringwald's also hanging up the boots. So, you know. Oh, really? Space. Yeah, he's playing his last game tomorrow. Um, yeah, so. There's also another few players that I missed, I think. Uh, Jack Zeeble, Ben Cunnington, North Melbourne Legends. Um, it's weird that I know so much about a sport in Australia when I'm living in America, but... It is strange. I just love Australian rules football, despite not being able to play it much because mm. I live in America. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was another segment that I wanted to do, but I just, right now it's escaping me and I can't for the life of me remember what it was, mm. which is really pissing me off. Oh! Um, yeah, I was going to do a fun facts with Gaz segment, <laughs> um, but I don't have a fun fact for today, oh, so sad. I'll, um, I'll leave it for next, that next episode, but if you're still listening, get ready for fun facts with Gaz in episode 18. Ooh, I'm that's going to be my, that's going to be my segment. I've got one. Um, it's going to be a quick one. Here we go. Uh, I was thinking of doing like a, almost like a science segment. <laughs> <laughs> And no, this is kind of interesting. This is kind of interesting. I mean, you're doing pop culture. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. this is kind of relevant. It's, relevant. it's in the news. So there's this thing called LK99, and it's a, like these Korean researchers were trying to develop this superconductor at room temperature. For those that don't know what a superconductor is, it, it basically allows, like, um, electrical current to, to flow through it with no resistance, which is really good As for... As opposed to a regular conductor, which... Which has resistance. as good as a superconductor. Yeah. Given yeah. the name. Like a man isn't as good as Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So, yeah, superconductor. Basically, if we had a superconductor that worked, most superconductors work at near zero temperatures, absolute zero temperatures, negative 270 degrees. Um, because they need, you know, basically to, to get current flow that has no resistance would be amazing because then we could have... Like, all the transmission networks we have would, you know, basically we would be able to make them a lot easier. Or a lot simpler, rather. And far more efficient. Mm. Um, and so developing a superconductor at room temperature and not at near absolute zero temperatures is a major milestone. Um, anyway, so these Korean researchers recently published a paper saying that they'd found something called LK99, which is like a compound or an element that... Um, Works as a superconductor at near room temperature. Potassium 99? It, yeah, I think it's all one of the 
maybe lanthium or I can't I don't know is it lithium alloy probably I don't do chemistry just guessing I think L I know that K is potassium K is potassium but L might be I'm not quite sure lanthium lanthium or some you know anyway LK99 is it an isotope yeah yep yeah, yep. I think that's what the the ninety nine stands for. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so they published this paper, which would, if true, revolutionise the world, because you know it would make something so much easier to make, and even in the in the research of like nuclear fusion, it would make, like massive Possible. massive leaps forward. Um. But then I think some there's some been con- some controversy about it in the media recently mm. um, and a lot of debate in the scientific community and they've tried to replicate the studies and it hasn't quite worked but it so there's it's still it's sort of a, an advancement but there's just been a lot of controversy about it because it hasn't actually made the same change that they predicted it would because it's not actually a superconductor at room temperature so yeah um, what is it? I think it's it's a semi-successful thing I'll have a look right now so it's almost a superconductor at room temperature, but not quite. Okay. Well, isn't a superconductor how science sleuths solve the mystery? I'll just read this. Um, so researchers seem to have solved the puzzle puzzle of LK99. Scientific de- detective work has unearthed evidence that, ma- that, ma- that the material is not a su- superconductor and clarified its actual properties. The conclusion dashes the hope that LK99 is a compound of copper, lead, phosphorus and oxygen and um, marked the discovery of the first superconductor that works at room temperature and ambient pressure. Instead, studies have shown that impurities in the material, in particular copper sulphide, were responsible for sharp drops in electrical resistivity and partial levitation over a magnet. So, which looks similar to properties exhibited exhibited by a superconductor so it looks like a superconductor it exhibits properties that are similar to a superconductor but it isn't so yeah that's the conclusion but yeah anyway sorry right. sorry so to digress probably and... not the most exciting conclusion <laughs> no but it was just yeah it's just interesting that is a, that is an interesting chat mm. yeah it's an interesting um, discovery yeah let's hope the koreans don't get there first i guess <laughs> um, yeah, no. No, I feel like, yeah. It doesn't, oh, it's a joke. Okay. It's an Oppenheimer joke. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. That's, that is interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I like Lewis's side segment. Let's keep this up. Sam, your thoughts on my side segment? Oh, uh, yeah, it's good. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Come more prepared? I did. I brought up an article. You had to stop midway through to. I did, it. you know, honestly. Yeah, true. But I mean, that's just the nature of how I like to do my segments. <laughs> On the fly. On the fly. That's, I don't think that's how segments work. Yeah. They can be yeah. however I want it to work. Fair enough, mate. Um, was there anything else to have thought? Thoughts? No. <laughs> well, I actually do have a fun fact. <laughs> oh my god if you were still listening fucking leave uh, <laughs> oh my god come prepared I agree so <laughs> I don't know why this made me think of the fun fact segment but I thought this was a pretty fun fact I learn a lot of things in my opinion that are pretty relevant to <laughs> every, to everyday society 
in my degree, right? Oh, yeah. So okay. I think a lot of my fun facts will be based around um, civil engineering and geoscience type of things. Yeah. Because, like I said, I think they're relevant. <laughs> Today's fun fact to get us started with a really good one. Um, <laughs> if you would like to know <laughs> the ideal the ideal mixture for um, for plant growth um, in your garden, uh, it's called loam. It's and called what? Loam, and a loam has roughly forty percent sand, forty percent silt, and twenty percent clay. So loam is the ideal mixture for plant growth in your garden. Really? The ideal soil. Yeah. And is I that, thought that, uh, that was just a fun fact if you want to start planting things in your garden. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Is that like, um, like fertilizer, basically? Or is that... No, that's, that's the soil. That's the, the soil. soil's composed of those Ah, okay. Things. Okay, I see. Sand, silt, and clay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. How do they work out that combination? They probably just trial a lot of different things mm. in the same environment or in multiple environments, and then they go, "This one grows the best." Probably because of the way the um, there'd probably be studies on like the way that like plants and stuff like root themselves as well. And <laughs> stop the well, if you root themselves, <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Oh my god! Um, no, I'm not. Stop. Anyway, like the way plants are root themselves <laughs> and then they... I'm a child. Um, the way... The way they're... they're the, um, the plants... What? To, uh, no, yeah. to, to clarify, my fun facts will get better. That was just... That was not a great one. And now Sam's taking the piss out of it. But in all seriousness, though, it is helpful if you want to plant stuff in your garden. Oh, I no, think... I agree. I agree, guys. It is Maybe it's not a fun fact, but it's a fact. Sam's made it fun. <laughs> oh. No, no, it was good. It's good. It's interesting. Is there anything else to add? <laughs> uh, do you want to do the pop culture segment next episode, perhaps? Well, yeah, I don't really have one for today. I do, but I. What did we talk about last night that I slightly touched on? And then the Tuis and Michael Orr. Oh yeah. Do we want to do the pop culture segment? Well, we can Maybe. probably talk about... I think Saul would probably be keen when he's feeling yeah. better. If we want to bring rehash that next week, if it's still relevant, which I'm sure it will be. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, prep yourself for Michael Law and the Tui family. Facts. And um, uh, yeah. We'll, and we'll more fun facts, back. science segments, and a special song. <laughs> Any other thoughts, guys? Uh, Saul? No. <laughs> Whopper!